0: Revelation 21, starting verse 17. When you find it, if you would stand with me, if you're able to, in respect to God's word, I'd like to lift up God's word, amen? The Bible says that God magnifies his word above his own name. It's okay to lift up God's word. When you lift God's word up, you're gonna see the Lord closer. The only way to know the Lord is through his word. The Bible says, and he measured the wall thereof. uh, This is Revelation 21, verse 17. And 144 cubits, according to the measure of man, that is of the angel. And the building of the wall of it was of jasper, and the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. And the foundations of the wall of the city was garnished with all manner of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third of uh, chalcedony. The fourth an emerald, the fifth sardex, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, ninth topaz, tenth a the eleventh a jacinth, the twelfth an amethyst, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold, as it were transparent glass. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you, Father, for your word. Blessed, O God. Lord, send us a blessing from heaven this morning. Lord, I pray you just speak to each and every heart. Lord, this could be the worst message ever preached. It could be my last message ever preached. You could come right after this message, Lord. But it doesn't matter, O oh God. We need you. It's not about any of us here. Lord, we're here for, for you. Oh God, I pray you just speak through your word now. As you've chosen the foolishness of preaching, O oh God, Lord, to us who believe it is the power of God, and I pray, O oh God, that we will see your power. Put me aside and speak through me. Bless your people. We need a blessing from heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. The street of the city was pure gold. Wow. Wow. Pure gold. We have a couple guys in here that work on highway. Brother Jim, Tom. Anybody else work on highway materials and concrete and all? They, they work on asphalt. Uh, I work at an asphalt plant. And uh, a lot of priceless things go in there? Or no? Just a bunch of rocks and tar and that's it. Same old stuff and grease and diesel fuel and everything else, right? But let me tell you this. Heaven. This is a picture of what heaven is. Pure gold. Now, I'm happy... uh, if I find one time, I remember I walking and I found a big old gold earring. I said, wow, this is my lucky day. <laughs> found a gold earring, right? And uh, any, any gold you find, you try to save it or pawn it or whatever, you know, uh, get some milk money. And, but uh, any gold on earth is precious. It's precious. But the streets of heaven are of pure gold, pure gold. But the focus is not on the street. And we like priceless things. And God God has his streets uh, of pure gold. The Bible says the purity is, is so pure, it's as it were, transparent glass. Now, I never walked on streets of gold before. I never did. But one day I will. One day I will. One day, this man is going to walk on this street. Now, I don't know what the street name is called. We have all of our streets labeled, right? So we got a lot of streets. we got good streets, bad streets. Um, you got big streets, small streets. you got those old horse streets. And I'm not preaching on streets today, but you got a lot of streets in Philadelphia. Amen? And one thing I know about streets is sometimes they get all dirty. And then God has to send the rain. I thank God for rain. When after it rains, uh, you get some clean streets again. And all that sludge and and nastiness goes down our drains, right? And the the, the city guys come and they clean the drains out and, and pick it all up. But we don't have to worry about that in heaven. This is pure. These streets are clean. This street specific is of pure gold. It's clean. It's clean. You don't have to worry about the kids crawling on it. It's clean. It's a clean street. You don't have to worry about uh, what people uh, find up there picking up. Uh, uh, we were, I remember uh, living, just living in uh, uh, bad areas. You know, the, the adults always worrying about the kids picking up a needle or, or something like that. And it happens. But you always uh, worry about the kids picking up a Band-Aid from the ground or, or something nasty, right? From what, whatever they find on the street. But heaven is not like that. Heaven is, is pure. It's pure. Now, I never walked on any streets of gold, but one day I will. One day this man is going to walk on this very street that is described in God's word. One day, if you're saved today, one day you will walk on this street. You will tread this street that God is describing to John here. The apostle John seen this street. And it was of pure gold. It was so pure that it, it was nothing like he ever seen before. And the only way to describe it, he said, it's, it's like transparent glass. It has a, such a clarity and purity to it. But the focus is not on the street. You know, when you're, you go on a street to get somewhere. You go on a street to lead you somewhere. Uh, you, you you travel down west and you go north and and hopefully you know today you follow the GPS. I don't know where I'm going today. It just says turn left, turn right, and go straight. And, and I I ended up and um, uh, I got a call from a friend and he said, hey, you, you're right in front of my house. I said what? I said no, oh, where am I at? The GPS led me somewhere at work and and uh, I wind up being across the street from my friend. So says I didn't even know it because I'm not. Thinking, I just obeying instructions, all right? Whatever the, the lady says on the GPS, I follow it. But I'm going down those streets, and uh, the reason I'm going is because I'm going somewhere. I have a destination. And it's not about the street uh, that's here. It's about verse 22. Apostle John said, I, and I saw no temple therein. The Lord took him to heaven in, in Revelation 2. Uh, The Bible says he was on the uh, spirit of the Lord on the Lord's day. And all of a sudden, in in Revelation chapter 4, he was in heaven. And the Lord was taking him for a tour of heaven. He's seen your loved ones there. Amen? That were saved. Listen, let me tell you this. If your loved ones weren't saved, they might have been the best people. But I'm sorry they're not in heaven. I want to tell you that today. There's a lot of funerals out there, and everybody assumes that people are in heaven. But if they're not saved, they're not in heaven. He that hath the Son hath life. And don't be fooled. Listen, if if that really moves you, you're going to tell the people who are alive today to make sure they get to heaven. We need to tell our loved ones about Christ and his glory so that they can walk these streets of gold one day. John's seen Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. He's seen the foundation walls of this beautiful city. He's seen uh, all the walls and filled with all those precious stones on the foundations. And he's seen the pearly gates. But then he's seen this street, street of gold. And he started walking down this street and he was mesmerized by the, the pureness of gold. And gold, is it catches everybody's eyes. We're, we're people who... Uh, if, if not careful, we're people who are controlled by money, right? Uh, we're people who are overcome by money and, and the cares of this world eat us up and the deceitfulness, deceitfulness of riches take away our eyes off the Lord. But this caught John's eye, and he's seen the precious stones, amen, because it's of value, but to God has no value. God builds his walls with it. As we have dirt out here, we make bricks. It's of no value. And to the Lord, gold and precious stones are of no value. But he lines up uh, uh, the walls with the precious stones and and God paves the street with pure gold, the finest and purest ever was seen of man. And the apostle John is walking down this street of gold and he's wondering where he's going, where it's leading him, this such purest gold street that he's never seen before. I mean, he's been down other streets. He's been down, at that time, dirt roads and, and, and probably uh, good old uh, cobblestone roads and, and, and roads that were, were built, the uh, 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 King's Highway at that time, and, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, the, the roads that led through Jerusalem and, and through all uh, of Israel area and, and uh, the main highways. And, and he's been down a lot of roads, John has but nothing more beautiful than this road. And what caught his eye was just the pureness. There wasn't any trash laying around on the sides. There wasn't uh, uh, any uh, needles and and, and, and just uh, uh, cigar wrappers and and gum wrappers and, and cigarette butts laying around everywhere. It was just clean and pure. And he's walking down this road. He said, where could this road of value lead me? Why would such a pure road? Now, it's not about the road. But it's about where that road leads you. It's about where that street takes you. And the Bible says, John's walking down this street of the city, which was pure gold. I wonder how long that road was. Now, in heaven, there's no such thing as time. We've got to remember that. This road could have been two million miles long, but John wouldn't have known it, because time doesn't pass you by. It's something that we haven't experienced yet. But no matter how long this street was, obviously it had some length to it. Why couldn't it be longer? It could be a very long street, but he's walking down this street wondering where this street takes pure gold, purest of gold. Why so much value is placed on this street? Why so much value is put, uh, the, the purest and finest gold, where could this street take me? Ah, John's wondering. He's of Jewish descent. Everything that's of this type of value which I've never seen anything like this, A- anything of this uh, magnitude, of course, has to lead to the temple. Solomon, the Bible says that he, he made old, big old stones outside the temple that were made of silver, big old garden uh, uh, scenery, trees, and, and the Bible says that he made big stones made of silver just to make it decorations everywhere and uh, beauty of the temple that was built. And John said, yes, that's where it must be going. It must be going to the temple. But as he walked down this road, the Bible says that he saw no temple. He didn't see any temple. You see, there is some uh, physical thing that we need. Thank God we have a church building today, and we're, decor- we're spending some money on this building, amen? We're spending some money to make this thing look good for the glory of God. And I wish we had $100 million we'll spend it. We'll, we'll build a church that's 800 stories high and, 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 and all for the Lord, amen? I'm thankful that we can get some pieces of wood and nail them to the ceiling and to the walls. That's good enough for me, amen? And, and we do our best for the Lord. But we need something physical to see, something that John, when he was uh, on earth, at this time he was in heaven. He would remember the beauty on the way to the temple. Of course, it would have been the second temple that was built. The first one was torn down and the second one was built. It wasn't as beautiful as the first, but it was still okay. It was still all right. It was the best that they had. But John said, I saw no temple. This road didn't lead me to a temple. The Bible says it led him to God Almighty and the Lamb. Which are the temple. The street of purest gold didn't lead to a building. The whole purpose of the most beautiful construction, the whole purpose of the street, wasn't to lead them nowhere. He's walking down the street of gold and he couldn't see any trash. He couldn't see the cigarette butts. He couldn't see anything that would obstruct uh, and, and his, his uh, vision of, of the most beautiful street. It wasn't a dusty cover, it was as if transparent glass, so pure and clean, and it led him straight. To the Lord Jesus Christ, sitting on the throne with the Father. The Bible says that Christ went and sat at the right hand of the Father. That means you have the throne and Christ at his right hand, which will be our left, right? If you're looking at him, if you approach the throne of God, you're going to have the Father and Christ at the right hand of the Father which will be our left when we go to that throne, amen, and we bow down before him. As we walk that street of gold, one day we will. One day, each and every one of us here will walk down that street of gold. And what you're going to find at the end, and the reason why you're walking down that street is to meet the one. You see, the reason why we're here today is not for the building. We can deck... We can deck this building out to the splendor and glory of man with the most magnificent and beautiful splendor that we've ever seen. But God paved his street with gold. More fabulous than what we can ever compare to. And they walked on it just to see the Lamb of God. I never walked on any street of gold, anything so pure, but yet God has called me to walk pure. God has called me, I might not be able to top walking down the street like that, but the roads I choose to walk on today will determine where I'm going. When John walked down that street, he was looking for the temple. He said, there was no temple. It was just Christ. The most purest thing he got to walk on. That means his feet had to be clean. You go on that street, you know, the Holy Spirit of God, he's like a police officer for that street. You know that? How many, how many got saved and you start feeling guilty when you curse? You remember that? Nobody told you you couldn't curse. Somebody else did. He was an invisible police officer. What are you cursing for? Put that cigarette away. Put that bottle down. Turn that movie off. I don't have to say any of that stuff. You have a police officer living inside of you, the Holy Spirit of God. Now, you can learn how to shut him up, right? We can. You can learn it because he's not that loud. The Bible calls him a still, small voice. He's, you'll only hear when you turn your heart to God. Lord, I jumped in the mud again. And you hear the Holy Spirit of God Then, Of course you did. What's wrong with you, man? Get back up. Get going again. You get to heaven and you see that pure as gold street. And you see some crazy person with muddy boots on. He's walked halfway down, right? And you see the Holy Spirit, like a police officer, arrest him. Imagine everybody else behind them. They're going to be treading on that mud, tracking it. They, they had no idea. You know, you leave footprints behind in your life. You know, I, I, I leave my family. And the things that I do, even though people don't see it, it leaves mud. Nobody's looking all over the ground. You don't know every gum wrapper and cigarette butt and and everything you see outside here. I picked up a load of trash this morning. I picked up a load of trash yesterday, just little pieces. I said, man, how long has it been here? Nobody's always looking on the ground and, and searching for every little thing, but yet the traces are always there. As mankind is, we leave a trail of filth. That's just who we are. And the people behind you, whether they're clean or not, they trail you. Imagine some guy all muddied up walking through heaven on that pure sh- street of gold. Where are you going? I'm going to see Jesus. Not like that. Where's your boots at? No, 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 no. You see, these boots I've had all my life. I was born with these boots and I have to wear them. No, sir, you don't. You know, when God saved your soul, he gave you a new pair of boots. He gave you a new wardrobe to wear. And it's, us, it's up to us to put that on. Before you got saved, you were stuck with what you got. You had no choice but to sin and wear what you had. You had no choice but to live out and work out what you have and maybe scrub off a couple stains here and there. But the moment you got saved, you were given a fresh set of clothes, and a fresh set of boots to put on. And they're not of you. They were given by you. They're called the righteousness of Christ. That's given to you. And he says, here, wear this when you come and see me. Be a good testimony for me. You got people following you. You can't be treading around through the pearly uh, gates in the street of gold wearing that. Wear this. You got the little kids treading on the mud behind you. You got people uh, picking up and the babies uh, grabbing the little mud chunks and putting them in their mouth and, and, and affecting everybody. And sure, you hear the excuses. Well, I, I, I was born with these muddy boots, and I have no choice but to wear them. Well, you got a choice. You get to put on now the righteousness of Christ. The problem is, is that you know it as well as I do, that those old stretched out T-shirts with the spaghetti stains on them are the most comfortable. Right? You know it's true. You can't be sleeping in some new t-shirt. It's all stiff and it just doesn't fit your body and it's coming up like a belly shirt and it's just not comfortable. But you get one of them old t-shirts and you don't know where you got it from, it's just always there, right? It's comfortable to you. It's comfortable. You're used to it. You've slept with it. You've worn it several times. It's become part of you. And it's always at the top of your drawer. Most of the time we put on those old muddy clothes, staining up that pure street. Because we keep those boots right by the front door. Listen, you you can't get rid of that wardrobe until you get to heaven. There's not going to be any muddy boots in heaven. There's not going to be anything like that. But I'm talking about now. You can't get rid of that muddy old wardrobe because it's just who we are. But you could put it away so far and deep in that attic that it's nearly impossible or harder to get to more times than often. And you keep the righteousness of Christ right by you. And you put it on, as the Bible says, like an armor, the shield of faith. John said he's seen a street of the city. I don't know if all the streets of the city are of pure gold. I'm not sure. Because the Bible just says a street. But John's looking through the city, and he's, man, and then he sees this one street. It just stood out to him. It was of pure sculpt. Wow. Valuable. You no, know, you're of value. And when people see your life, they ought to say, wow. What's up with that street? It's different. And they start following your footprints. And they're not going to find religion. They're not going to find just a better way of life. As they start traveling through that street, they're going to see the Lamb of God. Something that no other street had taken down before. It's not just going to be some temple. In fact, there will be no temple. It's just the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. John saw that one street. It wasn't all muddied up and trampled over. It was pure. It was pure. God likes cleanliness and we're not clean people but God says i hope help you I want you to come to me I want people to follow and on their way to me I want everything to stay pure and clean I want your lives to be pure I want your thoughts to be pure I want what you touch to be pure I want what what you handle to be pure I want the places you go to be pure I want everything you say and do and be pure you say God that's impossible with you, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. God says, I'm going to give you the grace to do it. I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you that fresh old clothes to wear. When you get old muddy boots, and you put those things aside, you throw them far from you, you would never be able to get rid of them until you get to heaven. But man, you can get, you could be putting them on less and less and less. And you start wearing those fresh clothes that God gives you and break them in and you'll get used to them. And before you know it, you'll be sleeping in that t-shirt that God gave you. You'll be wearing those boots, you break them in. Sure, at first it's going to be tough. Sure, at first putting down the bottle and and stop the smoking and and stop the cursing might be a little rough for you because it may be adapted to who you are. But In time, you break that close in. You'll start saying, you know, this is the only way, the right way. That God wants me to live. The road that leads to God, he wants it pure and clean. And that's the road I want to be on. Those other roads don't lead to nowhere. There's dead-end, brick-walled roads. I want to be on this road where the fruit is, where the love is, where the peace is. And I need to put those clothes on. And I need to make sure the people behind me are, are, are staying clean also. And if I stay clean, I know eventually they'll follow suit. They'll look at the road of my life and say, wow, that man or that woman leads to Christ John saw one street when he went to heaven it stood out to him I don't know how many streets are up there but there was one there was one it just went and he said I wonder what this street leads to and he started walking down he said I know it leads to the temple no John it didn't lead to no temple it led to God Almighty. That's why it was pure as gold. It exemplified the direction of value. Anything you do for Christ becomes of value, becomes priceless. The Lord said, even a glass of water given in my name is of value. God puts a value on everything you do for him. God puts a value on every life here. Don't let the devil take away that value, that precious time. When people see you, they ought to stop and say, wow, there's something different about this person. His life is like it's lined with pure gold. They might be poor. They might not have a lot, but there's something about them. They're not the smartest, but there's something about them. Let me investigate. And when they look a little closer, they see Christ off in the horizon in your life through your eyes, through the way you conduct yourself. And they say, That's what it is. They have something that I don't have. How's your road today? How's your life today? Does it exemplify the street of gold in heaven? Can people see in your life God Almighty? Can people see Christ through you when they look in your eyes? How you conduct yourself? How you handle yourself? Are you wearing clothes that are not worthy to open? Uh, walk down that street of gold? you got to put on the righteousness of Christ that he's given you to wear. Are you going places and doing things that ought not to be? Where are you at, Christian? Let's pray. Father in heaven, oh God, I ask, Lord, for your blessing and mercy, Lord, upon us. that We're people that need um, help. Father, oftentimes we, we wear that clothing, oh God, that we ought not to wear. We ought not to wear it. Lord is muddied up. Uh, Lord, is just who we are. We take the easy way out. We fall in temptation and sin easily, oh God. And, but you've called us out of this world to uh, uh, live a way that's pleasing to you. And Lord, we, we know because the spirit of God bears witness with our spirit. Lord, help us, oh God. Get a, a grip on our heart and don't let it go. Turn us, Lord, to help us become the people that you'd have us be. Lord, this is not just as a group, but it's as individuals, Lord. Wherever you'd have us be right now in our Christian walk. Lord, there's sometimes deeper things than just the obvious. Sometimes just a root of pride or bitterness or unforgiveness. Lord, we can go on and on and on. But Lord, let this be on a one-to-one relationship level with Christ where others can start seeing Christ through us. Help us, O God, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Where street you walking on, Christian? Let's all stand. If God spoke to your heart, what kind of shoes are you wearing? When people see you, can they see Christ? Are you leaving that heritage for your? For your children let me tell you this there's no more valuable life than a life lived for christ if you're worrying about the money of this world and trying to be successful going to miss out on what's really valuable God says I make my streets of gold you give your life up for what you could be walking on there's nothing more valuable than where that street of gold leads to leads to Christ we need to get above this world and walk Walk on that street of gold. Look at the the shoes you're wearing and say, God, what can I change in my life? What do people see? Do they see you through me? There's always more we could do for Christ. I'm not talking about that. What can you do for him now? There might be one thing specific. It might not have to be a big old leap. Sometimes it does have to be. But it could just be one little thing to get you a little closer to the Lord. One step closer. Maybe you start off with just wearing, changing that sock. You don't have to, listen, you don't have to worry about the whole picture. You let Christ change you one step at a time. Say, Lord, I, if you would help me I'll, I'll out, I'll, I'll do this for you. I'll give this up for you. I just need your help. Of course he helped you. Of course he'll give you the grace. Of course he'll be there for you. Let's pray. Father in heaven, O God, thank you for that street of gold. Lord, I pray, O God, that our lives would resemble, Father, that street of gold, clean and pure, where others can walk, Lord, and see you and see Christ, Father, through us and in us. Lord, it's not of us. It's just a street. Lord, and anything valuable is of you. And I pray, O God, that you would take our lives and use us, Lord, and be a blessing to others and help Lord, uh, just make our way prosperous, Lord oh God, as we meditate on your word day and night. Lord, bless our families. Lord, I pray for all the husbands, oh God, give them strength and I pray for the wives, Lord, you be with them, Lord, and give them strength, oh God. And Lord, bless our families. Bless our homes. Lord, bless uh, Lord, our jobs, oh God. Um, Lord, sometimes work is tough and it can keep us from you, Lord, as it weighs heavy on us, but I pray you be with all those who are Lord, are just uh, working hard and be with them, oh God. Be with uh, those who are retired, Lord. Let them find uh, hours to utilize their their retirement better and be able to be pleasing to you, Lord, and maybe spend more time in prayer and reading. I pray you bless, Lord, our church. Thank you for all you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, God bless you. Don't Don't forget about the revival next Sunday. Next Sunday, we're going to have the revival.